This week in our exploration of the Ten Commandments, we have come to the Eighth Commandment, Thou shalt not steal. And uh, I mentioned yesterday two of the four assumptions that sort of shape our understanding of this commandment. The first one is that work is a good thing. And the second one is that uh, private property is uh, a good thing. Today, uh, I want to I talk about two more assumptions that we need to understand. The first one is that things are not bad, that stuff is not intrinsically evil. Uh, every classic religion other than Christianity is sort of uh, elevates the spiritual and downplays the physical. Um, Eastern religions see the, the physical world even as illusory. It's not real. And, or they will just elevate the spiritual. And the idea of the future life is that you're going to get rid of the physical and it's all going to be spiritual. Uh, we see this with the Greeks and their idea that, you know, that, again, that, that you wanted to be freed from the body which was pulling you down and holding you back and the spirit leading you into the, the nether regions that were, were more of the pure archetype and other things. And so I just want to say Christianity doesn't go there. Now, there was a, a, there was a run at this in the early church. Uh, because there was so many, so much Greek um, influence, Greek culture, there was a lot, in, a number of people in the early church that that believed that the physical was bad and the spiritual was good, and this this gets sort of encoded in an early heresy called Gnosticism, uh, and John will write about will write against this in his first letter, not his gospel, but his first letter. Because the, the, the play that gets made by some of the Gnostics is that Jesus was not, because the physical world is bad, Jesus didn't have a physical body. He was just um, sort of, uh, you know, just some sort of avatar. He was just some sort of uh, uh, digital or spiritual representation. He was not really there. And so John opens his first letter and he says, I'm writing you about the things that uh, I have seen and heard and, and touched, he's talking about Jesus, right? Touched, Jesus had a physical body. So Christianity is a world-affirming, matter-affirming worldview. It, it says that the physical world is good and uh, consequently uh, our physical lives matter and consequently so do our neighbors' physical lives. This is why we get so much instruction to care for the physical needs of others. This is why the church not only has elders to attend to the ministry of the word, but it has deacons to attend to the ministry of deeds. This is why God, um, uh, why the gifts God gives us are made up of the abilities to address not just spiritual, but also physical matters. This is why John writes in one of his letters and says, if you see a person without food and clothing and you do nothing, how can you claim that the love of God is in you? Matter matters. The physical world matters. By the way, the fact that the physical world matters means that we can enjoy the physical world. So there's, there's, a, there's always an asceticism that seems to be right under the, the current of the church uh, where people are denying things. And there are times when we're instructed to fast uh, or to step away and to limit our, our consumption of things and to not worship things. Certainly that's true. Uh, but we're not called into the kind of asceticism that uh, many people promote. And by the way, this is also why, the fact that matter matters and matter is good, this is also why the church is what gives birth to science. 
So you have all these, I mean, you know, this seems so crazy because people think science and faith, you know, are always at, at odds with, with one another. But it's out of the Christian worldview that science is born. You had others that said that the world was, uh, didn't exist or it was illusory, matter wasn't really real. You have some people that said that matter was God, so you couldn't run experiments on God. It was the Christians that said that matter is, is creation, it's not, uh, it, it's not just nature, that mother nature that we see when we look out the windows. It's creation, and creation points to the creator. And so you have these people saying, I could learn about God by studying creation, and they set up science, and they head down that path. So, um, look, uh, I'm, I'm pushing back on the idea that, um, that the spiritual matters more than the physical. And it, we hear it all the time. I was reading a while ago this mayor who called together. He's speaking at some gathering of theologians. I'm not sure why. Maybe it's a maybe it's a ribbon cutting ceremony at a you know a theological library or something. And he said, look, you theologians, you sit around, and you think about um, spiritual world. We need things that are practical. We need people that are going to think about the actual physical world. And um, <laughs> I want to say, look, uh, you don't know what you're talking about. So yes, the physical world matters, but there's a reason why God says, when Jesus says, when he's summarizing the law, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Uh, the, the, the fact that we first start with the spiritual is going to inform the physical. And when we, when we try and get rid of the physical, we try and dismiss the first four commandments and we don't understand that they are the foundation for the, the, the next six commandments, that we are called to not steal because uh, we, we are, the physical world matters and we're to care for this and we're to care for other people, not take the things that are theirs. It's because of our love for God. Yeah. I'm not doing a good job of explaining this. There's a lot there. Let me simply say, um, before Jesus said, love your neighbor, he said, love God. And, uh, and, and this commandment uh, to not steal, um, it, it is, grows out of a love for God. We should have a love for our neighbor. More tomorrow. Have a good day.